Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of the Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn Miles with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing out there this week? I'm having so much fun doing this show, you guys. I have heard from so many of you. I can't even believe how many people we've heard from. But God bless your hearts. You're just calling us and you're you're on our uh, in our messages on social media and you're leaving me comments and I'm thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to hear from you. We're going to have an awesome show today. Uh, it's going to maybe a little convicting, but that's okay. Um, it's good for us Christians to be slapped around a little bit. You know, it's good to be convicted sometimes. Um, and this one, I mean, it convicted me first. So uh, I want to just say thank you uh, for listening today. And we're going to get to the show here in just a second. Um, I want you to know that we are listener supported here at the Autumn Mile Show, believe it or not. So we um, depend on your dollar bills to help us move this thing forward. Uh, God's been really good to us, uh, but we want to keep this thing going, you know, being on five days a week. It's, it's I mean, it ain't twenty um, So we need your help in order to keep this thing going. If you would like to donate, um, and, and, and some of y'all have. So thank you so much for doing that. Head on over to autumnmiles.com. There is a donate. There's donate on there some on that page somewhere. Find it. Click it. You know, you can give a reoccurring amount or you can give just one time, um, which which either one we would just absolutely love for you to do. I have a little announcement to make. We we this is so so incredibly exciting. We get to do a uh, on location show here at the end of August. It's going to be on a Friday. Uh, let me pull up my handy dandy little calendar here real quick. August 25th. I am going to be at the Laughing Willow in Bishop Arts um, and to do my show at 3.30. I, I want to see you guys. I want to see you guys. Uh, I'll have my book there to be signed. It's called Appointed. Your Future Starts Now. And another one is um, will will come out in the near future, Lord willing. Uh, but that's the one I have right now. I want to kind of want to sign your book. I want you to buy a book. I want to hug your neck. I just want to meet you. August 25th at 3.30 at the Laughing Willow, which is in Bishop Arts. Those are good people over at the Laughing Willow. Let me tell you something about the owner of the Laughing Willow. She is like the Holy Spirit wrapped up in a body. She is totally amazing. So go and support uh, that shop over there in Bishop Arts um, while you're walking around this weekend or, you know, whatever you do. I want to see you August 25th. Let's get to let's get to the word of God. You know, Our God is so good to us. We sometimes we think that um, we can we are better to God than he is to us. <laughs> Maybe we're going through some sort of a rough patch or something like that. And um, we think that we are are better to God than he is to us. And I just want to tell you right now that uh, that you're not. 
That you are absolutely not. Um, you know, there are some times in our lives where we go through sort of a dry spell with the Lord or or maybe we're not hearing from the Lord. And I've learned that those those times in our lives when the Lord kind of um, takes his voice from us and it's almost like he's there. We know he's there, but he kind of withdraws it a little bit. Um, I have 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 seen he uses that to help us seek Harder. Every time in my life when he has sort of just stopped speaking as loudly, I start seeking stronger. And when I seek him and seek him and look for him and look for him, it is um, amazing the mysteries that he reveals to me on the other side of that process. Um, but sometimes we can get a little complaining, okay? Sometimes when we don't think God is speaking to us as loud as we should, or we don't think he is engaging with us as much as we should, or we don't think he is providing for us as much as we should, we get complaining. I told you this is going to be convicting. And we just start being ungrateful. And maybe someone out there today, you, you out there today, you are listening and you are thinking to yourself, how much God has not come through for you lately. Maybe you have had a conversation with a friend lately about how you you had all these big dreams, but God didn't come through. You ha- you you wanted to do X Y Z, but you know God doesn't listen to your prayers. And we can come to a point where we are complaining, and God done like that at all. And I was really, um, me and myself personally, um, I found this passage of scripture and there's one verse in this passage of scripture I'm getting ready to to read to you that just really made my soul stand at attention. And I was, I I was reading this, this one verse, you know, in my own little, little quiet time and man, it shut me up so fast. It was not even funny and, and we'll get to it in a minute, but I want you to know that your attitude matters. God is looking to bless those people that are grateful for what he has done for them. They're not constantly seeking things from him and getting mad when he doesn't meet their expectation. God is looking for people with an attitude of praise that he can pour out his blessing on. Not those that um, never had to have a good thing to say about him. Maybe you show up in church. Maybe you're, you're there. Maybe you're sitting in, in, you know, row four or whatever it is. Maybe you're there, but your heart is not with the Lord. Whenever the praise and worship sings, you kind of sit back and think, man, this is stupid. I'm not, I'm not participating in that. What if the person next to me hears me singing? Your heart is not that one of gratitude and thanksgiving. It's one of grumbling and complaining. That is who I am talking about today. And let me just reiterate. It challenged me first. It matters how your heart is before the Lord. That the Bible scripture tells us that is what he looks at. He looks at your heart. He looks at the Thanksgiving um, that is in there. I want to I want to just if you're just joining us today, I want you to say, you know, we're talking about our attitude today and how we, we better straighten up buttercup because the holy God is looking at 
us and how we respond to what he gives us and what he doesn't give us. Uh, welcome to the Autumn Mile Show. If you're just now joining us, Deuteronomy 1, I want to read um, just just a little bit. Now, you guys know the story in, in Deuteronomy 1, okay? All you Bible-thumping believers out there, God bless you, but you're going to know this. I'm, 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 but I'm going to sh- I'm going to show you something that you you may not have seen or you may not um, may not have heard before. Um, here we have the nation of Israel. And what did God tell the nation of Israel? He brought them through the Red Sea and they came to the promised land. They came to the land of Canaan. And they wanted to send spies into the land to check it out. We all know the story, okay? So they did just that. And 10 spies came back with what kind of a report? Let's all say it together. They came back with a negative report. Two of them came back with a positive report. 10 of them came back and and started whining and started saying the sons of Anak are there and there's giants there and they're mightier than we are, which I don't even know why they said that because God clearly told them the land that you're going to enter, there's going to be giants there, but I am going to be with you to help you overcome them. He clearly said there's going to be... Uh, cities, fortified cities there, but I'm going to be with you to help you go into the land and to conquer it, to take possession of it. So they're coming back with things that really God had already let them know was there. So they come back and they're freaking out these 10. And you know, the story, the nation of Israel started being complaining. And I want, I want to just, um, I want to just read Deuteronomy one twenty six. Let's pick it up in 25. Then they took some of the fruit of the land in their hands and brought it down to us. And they brought us back a report and said, it is a good land, which the Lord, our God is about to give us. Yet you were not willing to go up, but you rebelled against the Lord, the command of the Lord, your God, and you grumbled in your tents. We're going to come back to that. And said, because the Lord hates us, he has brought us out of the land of Egypt to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites and to destroy us. You grumbled in your tents. You grumbled in your tents. You grumbled in your phone call. You grumbled in an email. You grumbled in a text message. You grumbled. You know, this, this idea of saying, you know, the, they grumbled in their tent, you know, I'm thinking it's kind of a secret thing. And sometimes we have these conversations and you know, the conversations I'm having, um, one where you'll, you'll talk to a trust somebody. I mean, don't, don't tell anybody this, but I'm really feeling X, Y, Z. Don't, don't tell anybody this, but this is how I'm really feeling. You grumbled in private. That's what the Israelites were doing. They grumbled about how much how much the Lord was not with them when, in fact, he had just uh, freed them from bondage for hundreds and hundreds of years. They grumbled. Man, I can think of some times in my life when I wanted God to do one thing and he did something else and I grumbled for a minute and then God showed me the very reason why he was withholding the thing I wanted from me because he wanted to give me something better something greater you grumbled in your tents it goes on to say uh, you said because the Lord hates us he's brought us up out of the land 
to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites. I'm going to skip over here to uh, verse 34. Then the Lord heard the sound of your words, and he was angry. Then the Lord heard the sound of your words, and he was angry. We cannot keep our attitudes from the most high. Sometimes we think we, we complain in secret. We send a text message and how many text messages do I get a day? 345. How easy is it just to type, man, God is not hearing my prayer. God doesn't care. God's mad at me. And maybe you're not sending a text message like that. Maybe you're having a conversation like that. Maybe you're, you're closed off to God. You don't even talk about God anymore because you went through the grumbling season and now you've come through it. And, um, you know, you're kind of, um, numb because God just didn't show up for you. The Israelites said, Because the Lord hates us. What a strong word. Because the Lord hates us. He's brought us out of the land of Egypt to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us. I cannot even believe they would say that. Now, I have the um, privilege of looking at their circumstance, you know, knowing the end of the story. I I know, of course, God loved them. I, I see the provision in the land of Canaan. But they assumed because God... God did not make it easy for them that God did not love them. And maybe that is you today who has assumed this is too hard. There's obstacles. I prayed and prayed and prayed about this and God didn't show up and I am just going to give up on God. God must hate me. Let me just tell you that is a lie from Satan today. Would a God that hated you send his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for for that grumbling and for that complaining? Pablo tells us in the New Testament, God is love. God literally is love. But how twisted can we get when God doesn't do the exact thing that we want? He doesn't show up in the exact way that we want. We grumble in our tents and 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 in the Israelites uh, the uh, situation. Then the Lord heard the sound of their words and he was angry. It matters. Honoring the most high matters. This is what he said. I mean, I told you this is going to be convicting. If you're just now joining us today, I'm Autumn with the Autumn Mile Show. We're talking about our attitudes today. We're getting them straight. We are getting them straight. Not one of these men, God said, this evil generation shall see the good land which I swore to give to your fathers. He was so angry about the secret grumbling in their tents that he straight up said, you ain't coming in here. Oh, no, I have done so much. I'm sure I have done so much for you. I am not going to give you access. I am going to withhold access to your kids to go into the uh, promised land, except Caleb. Remember the two that came back with a good report? He was one of them. He shall see it. And to him and his sons, I will give 
the land on which he has set his foot upon because he has followed the Lord fully. And of course, we know Joshua went into the promised land uh, because he led the Israelites in the promised land. The Lord was angry with me also, Moses is speaking, on your account, saying, not even you shall enter the promised land. Joshua, the son of Nun, who stands before you, he shall enter. Encourage him, for he will cause Israel to inherit it. Moreover, your little ones who you said would become prey. Remember, God is now just throwing what they said back into their face. Those little ones that you said would become prey of Amalek and and the giants out there. They have no knowledge or good of, of good or evil. They shall enter. And I will give it to them and they will possess it. But this is what I want you guys to hear. This was so convicting for me and I know it will be for you. He says, but as for you, as for you, all you grumblers, turn around and set out for the wilderness by way of the Red Sea. But as for you. You who I have provided for over and over and over again, you who the very provision of your life right now, the the very, um, the very sustenance that you are eating right now, the very water that you are drinking right now, the very fact that you came out of Egypt with money, um, right now, the very fact that I released you from Egypt right now, um, I have shown you how much I love you. So this is what I'm going to have you do. But as for you, turn around. And go back, go back to the wilderness by way of the Red Sea. They made God so mad, standing at the very start of of the promised land. He said, turn around, turn around. You can't enter. If their attitude would have simply been, we know this is going to be hard, but God, you're with us. We don't understand, but God, we know that you understand. Lord, we know you have uh, analyzed every challenge and and already pronounced freedom over that challenge for us. God, we know that this is going to be a difficult task, but we also know that you are greater than any difficulty that we could face. If their attitude would have simply been of trust and of thanksgiving, they would have walked straight into the land of Canaan and, and Jericho would have happened way before it did. AI would have happened way before it did, but they didn't. And they literally died on account of their grumbling. You know, I liken it like this. I liken it to the fact that, um, my husband and I, we, we go to Disneyland, um, all the time. I mean, I'm obsessed. It's really not my kids. It is me. And, um, we don't go all the time. I mean, we go, we go once a year, once a year. I, uh, you know, since, since my oldest daughter turned four, we went, we went when she was four and she's 11 now. So we go every year. Um, 
And you know, you're going, you're going to the magic kingdom. Maybe you've been to Disneyland before and you're walking into the magic kingdom and, um, or, or you can see it from, from a boat. We'll, we'll take a boat because we stay at a resort that we can, we can get there by boat or you take like a bus, uh, to get there. And, and, you know, imagine it's your first day. And I know me as a mom and a dad, you know, it takes a lot of money to get to Disney World. It ain't $29.99. Um, and so we're, we, we are all, always so excited about that first entrance into the magic kingdom. But what if you are sitting in that boat or you're sitting in that bus and you spent all this money and you've got off work and you've, um, you've, you've really prepared as a parent for your children to walk into a Disney world and experience their childhood fantasies come to life. And before they even step foot into the happiest place in on the earth, their Canaan, their promised land, they start grumbling about the heat. Well, mom, it's going to be 95 degrees today. And I don't know, like, do we have to walk around all day? Or what if they start grumbling about how many people are there? There's people everywhere. Mom, I can't believe, uh, you know, I'm going to be hot and there's going to be lines. And, are you know, uh, what if they just start complaining before they ever step foot into something that their father and I have, have sacrificed, have provided for them and have planned out what if they they threw a fit before we even got there i'm going to tell you what would happen in the miles house we would um not stand for it i would look at my four beautiful children and um you know i would turn i I would i would kind of go into crazy mom mode no you are not going to complain or i'm going to take you back to the hotel and you are going to sit there all day and you're going to enjoy sitting on a bed all day doing nothing. There would be an immediate consequence for that complaining. But isn't that what we do with God? Yes. Not everything is easy. But if we don't watch it, we can, just like the Israelites, delay something because of our attitudes. He is good. He is faithful. He will do what he says he's going to do. But this is clear, a clear example that God will delay if we don't straighten up our grumbling. On the flip side of that, God will bless us when we worship him. On the flip side of that, God will absolutely show himself totally mighty if we will worship him. And this is one of my favorite. I just wrote, opened up right to it, right? My Bible is just totally ready for me. And Second Chronicles 20, I'm going to do a little paraphrase just for time here. If you're joining us, we're talking about how our attitude matters and we better we better button our mouths up uh, uh, because we can literally make the Lord angry by our complaining. On the flip side of that, though, in Second Chronicles uh, 20, here we see King Jehoshaphat. This is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite passages in all the Bible. And he is the king of Judah. And uh, there was a coalition that was coming against Jehoshaphat to no doubt take him down in all of Judah. A great multitude, it says. And Jehoshaphat was afraid 
And he turned his attention to seek the Lord and he proclaimed a fast everywhere. And he prayed and he said, God, are you going to come through? What are you going to do? I'm paraphrasing for uh, time, but you can look it up yourself and read the story. It's amazing. And this is what God said to them in Second uh, Chronicles 2017. You don't need to fight in this battle. Station yourself. Stand and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. Don't be afraid or dismayed. Tomorrow, go out and face them. For the Lord is with you. Jehoshaphat bowed his head and his face to the ground. All of Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. The next day they went out. And when he had consulted with the people, picking it up in verse 21, he appointed those who sang to the Lord and those who praised him in holy attire. And they went out before the army and said, give thanks to the Lord for his loving kindness is everlasting. When they began singing and praising, the Lord set ambushes against the sons of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah. So they were rooted. For the sons of Ammon and Moab rose up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, destroying them completely. Do you see the difference here? One, the nation of Israel grumbled and complained. They were right on the front of their breakthrough. It was getting ready to happen. They were getting ready to step their feet into the promised land and they're complaining, delayed it. On the flip side, the king of Judah here, Jehoshaphat, um, praised and the praise won the victory. Where are you today? I highly suggest if you're one of those grumblers, straighten up and come to a, from a place of praise. Let God get a hold of your heart and watch what he will do with that. Love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow right back here on The Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for The Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.